Are you a man? Do you have hair on your face? Treat it right. MadVikingBeard.com Welcome to the Horde and Beard On. Welcome to another episode of Spouse Holes. I'm here with Eric. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? Doing good. So let's give our listeners an update of our 101 day challenge. We are at day 41 and we have 60 days left. That's pretty crazy. That is nuts. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. I think that I feel good. I feel like I have the diet down. So now I just really need to jack up the workout sessions so I can start seeing some more muscle growth versus weight loss because I'm definitely shedding the weight that hasn't been an issue but the issue's been the muscle gain gaining some muscle with it too yeah see I'm a little bit the opposite I've been kind of weird with the diet just because I have a hard time not eating carbs and I have been looking at different people who do carbs but they limit everything else that they're eating so they're not like overeating on carbs so I've been kind of keto it's just, I guess, clean eating. I don't really go crazy, but I still eat a little bit of carbs. Yeah, that's something I've always noticed about you is you tend to just be a better eater than me. You have better habits. You have, you don't have to clean a bag of chips or <laughs> eat a whole entire container of Oreos <laughs> or... Yeah, I, I know. You would always give me crap. I would always save... Like, I always do. I just get a handful of chips and then I'll save it. And you're like, are you freaking kidding me? And then I go back the next day. Oh, yeah, I have chips. And I start eating again. But yeah, I... I think I just have to control just the carb intake pretty much. I've never really been fat, like humongous in my life. Like I don't ever think I've ever been big. I know you said when we first started dating, I didn't have a butt. So That's true, you didn't. <laughs> and after having kids, remember I told you that I, I felt like I have like the mom butt where it went away and I worked so hard on getting like the perfect butt and now I'm getting back to it because that was like my number one thing. It's my butt. I have to make sure it's... You know, I love my squats, so it's not hard, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I have been doing um, besides the clean eating and, you know, like I maybe have one toast in the morning and then I try not to eat carbs throughout the rest of the day. Like I try to really limit myself on that is at night. I've been recently trying to run or go out and do some kind of cardio with or without you. I'm like, I'm just going to go out. You're more than welcome to come. Uh, But I feel like getting some cardio in or just going outside and getting some fresh air and running helps me clear everything out and makes me feel better for the next day. So just with that alone for my own sanity and self-esteem, I feel like that helps even if it doesn't burn the law or whatever. I've been very proud of you because when you say whether I go or not, it's I don't go and (laughs) (laughs) you just do it by yourself. And I've been proud that you actually got out there and been doing it. Yeah, it's, and I'm just like a really crazy, like security person. Like I always worry about, like if anybody knows me, I always worry about somebody following me or I guess it's just my background or whatever. But, um, so whenever I go running, I'm always watching who's behind me or if somebody's following me. So I'm sure my neighbors all think I'm freaking crazy because I'm just looking around everywhere, everywhere while I run, so... Yeah, you just run five steps forwards <laughs> and then five steps backwards. Yeah, I work out all my body, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was one thing that I've kind of tweaked is making sure that I get at least one small run in throughout the day at night usually is when I go. That's a good idea. I've been impressed. So, And then on top of that, you know, our workouts, our weightlifting, our everything else that we do. 
So we are heavy. Well, we're heavier in weightlifting than cardio because I feel like you don't really care much for the cardio, right? Not too much. I like the elliptical here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, I guess it's rough on your joints. Rough on the joints and I'm just fat, so it's just not a good look. <laughs> rough on the joints. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. You're not out there to impress people. That's one thing I hated about going to the gym. When people would come into the gym with all their makeup on and looking like really nice. And I'm like... Sorry, I like to wear my makeup to the gym. <laughs> and I'm just the type of person that I go to not impress anyone. Like, I'm going to go sweat. I'm going to go look disgusting. Like, that's what I go to the gym for. And so it really would irritate me when people would be like, oh, I can't do that. I look funny. I'm like, just get out there and do it. Nobody cares what you look like. Everyone here looks like crap. Well, you're supposed to look like crap. That's what you go to the gym for. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's our update. I don't know if you have any tips or anything for our listeners who are wanting to try keto or intermittent fasting. Do you have any tips or suggestions for them? Uh, one thing I didn't message, uh, mention on the last one was MCT oil. I think I've mentioned it in past podcasts, but last week I mentioned a bunch of stuff. And one thing I definitely left out was MCT oil. So what is that drink? I know we posted it before on Instagram, that special secret drink that we have. Do you want to share with them what the drink is or what it entails and what it does? Yeah, it's supposed to really jumpstart your metabolism, and then it also is a way for you to drink your MCT oil. And the biggest thing on the keto diet, I don't even know if we really broke it down before. No, but the go ke- for it. But the keto diet is where you would consume 75% of what you eat in a day should be fats, preferably healthy fats, um, avocados, nuts, Gross. you know, the good healthy fats. <laughs> MCT oil is a healthy fat. It's derived from coconut oil. It's the best fats of coconut oil. And you really can't taste it. I think a lot of people are weirded out by it, but you really cannot. It's, it has no taste to it, and it's just a texture thing. And then you eat 5% carbs, which is about 25 to 30 grams of carbs a day, which is next to none. And then the last 20% of your daily intake should be protein. And when you do it like that, it actually gives you energy. You feel full. It's hard at first, but you'll get into a rhythm and then it's just easy and you'll start eating your fat for fuel and for energy because typically our bodies run on glucose and glucose is what gives us our energy. But when you don't eat carbs, that's where your body gets glucose from. And so if you're not eating glucose, your body has to figure out how to give itself energy. So it produces what's called a ketone body. And that ketone body is what acts as glucose and your body can burn that and use it as fuel instead of glucose. Mm -hmm. And it actually burns it more effectively and more um, efficiently. So it actually is a better source of fuel. But the only way you can get to it is once you get your body rid of glucose by eating only 5% carbs a day. And there is a keto flu that you have to go through or some people go through to get to into keto and to feel better. So I don't think I've really gotten into a keto flu, even though I have gotten into deep keto, but you have, right? Yeah. And that kind of goes with, you know, the people who abuse sugars will have a bigger keto flu symptoms because it's... Put simply, it's a form of stress on your body, just like going and stopping drinking or quitting a drug. Sugar has that big of a toll on your body. And so if you're eating donuts every day and have lots of sugar, and then you tell your body, oh, just kidding, we're not doing that anymore, your body's going to get mad and angry. And that's what the keto flu 
So what are some from. what are some things that people experience on there with keto flu? Headaches, really bad headaches. Um, some nausea sometimes, lightheadedness, no energy. So you just have to get over that hump that yeah. first week if you do get it. I would say ten days of being a good keto diet, you'll be out of the woods in ten days. So you won't notice it the first few days because your body says it's reserve glucose storage. But then once you deprive yourself for another couple more days, it'll start saying, hey, where's the sugar at? Where's the sugar at? Right. Oh, no. Freaking out. Where's the sugar? <laughs> and then you'll get sick a little bit. Mostly just headache, no energy, but it only lasts a day or two. And then after that, your body will produce those ketone bodies and you'll actually experience more uh, energy, more focus, more alertness. Like I am a chronic ADD person. I suffer from it really bad. But when I know I'm in a deep keto, we test on these keto strips you just pee on and they'll turn color. Mm -hmm. If you're in keto and what range of keto you're in, you can get them on Amazon for pretty cheap. I know when I'm in a deep keto, I don't notice the effects of my ADD as much. Yeah, you do seem more aware. And I'm not on any medication for ADD. So if I am not in keto, I... (laughs) You're not here. My parents, my dad especially, would say that I stare at the wall. Yeah, kind of. So the drink, um, that keto drink that we do, so it's not just MCT oil. No, you do MCT oil, you do one tablespoon and be careful with MCT oil. When you first start taking MCT oil, it can cause massive diarrhea. (laughs) So you should never take more than two tablespoons in a day, ever. I wouldn't do them together. I would do like one tablespoon in the morning, one tablespoon at night. Uh, it won't break a fast. So if you're doing, um, intermittent fasting, it doesn't break your fast. Take it at any time. Some people put it in their coffee. I don't like to ruin my coffee. I just like a good coffee. So I don't put any, put in my coffee very much. The drink is (laughs) one. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Go for it. Is one tablespoon of the MCT oil, one tablespoon of lemon juice, from concentrate you can use a real lemon too but it just gets kind of tedious to cut a lime or lemon every time you want to drink right and then you do a crack of uh pink himalayan salt and apple cider vinegar and then the piece to resistance the one (laughs) tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and it tastes like shit it really the apple cider vinegar tastes so gross but it has its own benefits to drinking it too i mean it helps your heartburn like immediately doesn't it oh yeah if you have heartburn do a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and some water and your heartburn will be gone faster than if you take Tums. It's the weirdest thing because it actually burns going down, but it's science. It just kills it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing drink. I mean, well, it's not great to drink, but it's a good drink, especially if you're on keto to do that drink. But if you're not, you should still try drinking the apple cider vinegar on its own because that alone has its own perks to it. Very true. And we always put a little bit of water in there too. So you can dilute it a little bit so it's not so strong. Yeah, it's really strong. And the pink Himalayan salt helps with also the metabolism. Helps with metabolism. It also helps battle the keto flu at first because it's a form of getting electrolytes. Okay. Um, It can help keep you hydrated, help you retain some water so you're not feeling dehydrated, the symptoms of dehydration. The biggest key to, I think, being successful in keto is hydration, making sure you're drinking enough water, eating the right fats. I think that's the trick is the fats. I think it scares a lot of people hearing the percentage of fat that you should be taking in. And like you said, it should be healthy fats. Uh, but the fats that you do take in, I think that can be a scary number for some people because 
you're always taught almost the opposite. You don't want fats. It's true, but when you actually see what 75% of your daily food of fats looks like, fat is a condensed, is very condensed in your food. So eating one avocado a day has a lot of fat. Like yeah. it's pretty surprising when you actually look at the micronutrient breakdown. And you can get a lot of this just on the internet. You can see how many calories you're eating, how many calories you should be eating. It's basically a lot of just math and tests and trial and error. And then eventually you can just see it, you know, like I know for me that if I have a third of a cup of macadamia nuts, a third of a cup of pecans, an avocado and some cheese in a day, it's pretty much all the fat you need. And then if you want to eat some red meat with some fat, you know, like a steak or bacon, you're going to get a little bit more fat with your protein and then some greens, spinach mostly, asparagus, broccoli. Just keep it simple. That's what I like to do. Yeah. I pretty much eat the same thing with a different type of protein. Which sucks when you're Peruvian because all of your Peruvian food is carbs. It's oh, carb definitely. heavy. <laughs> so that sucks when, yeah, when I grew up all Peruvian-like. And Potatoes and rice in the same meal. It's crazy. I know, but it's so good. So good. <laughs> All right, should we get into some holes? Let's get into some holes. All right, I'll let you go first because I think mine's pretty good. Well, we'll see about this. I don't know. You don't have much room to talk about since last week. Yeah, last week I guess that I got conned into a fake news story that was circulated on the internet and I got tricked. Freaking internet. Gosh. Can't read every... I got to do more fact checking every time now. (laughs) All right, let's hear your hole this time. My hole this week, I have done the fact checking, took place in Florida. All right. Um, They were repainting the street in Florida near the schools, and so they had to paint school zone. And the crew that the city hired spelt school (laughs) (laughs) S-C-O-H-O-L. In multiple places. Oh, no. I thought it was only once. I saw the picture, but I thought it was only one place. It was multiple No, places. because it was the stencil. Someone built the stencil no. incorrect. Oh, my gosh. And so, yeah, they get an F for spelling. Wow. And the school, you know, reached out to the city, blamed the city, but the city just contracts it out to people contractors that do that kind of work and so then they had to reach out to them and say you need to go and fix it and that it's not okay that you spelt school wrong and (laughs) it's kind of ironic that i would imagine it's not just one person in a car i imagine at least two people saw it yeah it would be interesting like who made the stencil who verified it and then who sprayed it multiple times that's crazy that it went through so many people so for me it's It takes me back to The Simpsons. There's a thing with Homer where he goes, I am so smart, S-M-R-T. I am so smart, S-M-R-T. Yeah. For the longest time, I didn't know what was missing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So I'm assuming for the longest time you were looking at that picture and you were thinking there's nothing wrong with this picture. I was confused by the story. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know if there's dyslexia in there or what. Oh, no. All right. You want to hear mine? Let's go for it. Okay. So mine's from Ohio, and it has to go off of the one that you 
uh, talked about last week. Oh, so you're copying me. No. When I was trying to find your link so I can upload on Instagram, I couldn't find it. And so I felt like I couldn't let our listeners hear such a great story and it not be true. So I had to go out and find another one. And this one popped up and I thought it was crazy. (laughs) It happened years ago, though. So, all right. You ready to listen to this? I'm ready. Okay. So this happened in Ohio. Um, his name is Andrew, and he's 44. He woke up in his ex-girlfriend's apartment and realized that he was in a lot of pain and he had blood all over him. So <laughs> what happened was, what happened was <laughs> his ex-girlfriend drugged him and he passed out, he blacked out, and she tattooed his, her face on his body 77 times. And so he woke up with blood because of the tattooing. I just want to quote some of the stuff that he says in his interview. Okay. So the first one says, quote from Andrew, she even tattooed my, her face on my dick. I can't even go pee without seeing her face on my dick and balls. She kept screaming. No one will ever want to sleep with you again. You are mine. You are mine. (laughs) And then he says, overall, I kind of feel guilty over the whole deal. I'm the one who cheated on her like 40 times and got her hooked on crystal meth and crack cocaine. I mean, at the end, a vagina is a vagina and women are basically all crazy. So not why not stick with her? And now that I'm tattooed with her face all over my body, ass, cheeks, and general genitals, seriously, would anybody want to hook up with me? <laughs> wow. What's, what's the worst thing that could happen? She could tattoo. She could have tattooed a swastika on my forehead like Charles Manson or something like that. But she learned her lesson, he added. He didn't press charges. And she is an addict, like he just said, that he did get her hooked on drugs. And so she is going to treatment. And they're actually thinking of getting married after she finishes her treatment. So I'm not sure if I haven't followed up on it, if they have gotten married or not. But... We need to do some recon. I think so. But I have to say that they're both holes because who admits to, I guess, getting her addicted to that stuff and who puts a bunch of portraits on somebody's body? Well, (laughs) I just think it's impressive that she was able to do a portrait of herself so many times. Yeah. And I'll have have some tattoo skill. Yeah. I'll have to upload the picture that he has and... Some of them are kind of funny and some of them actually don't look too bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, you know, for being an unconscious canvas, they're not terrible, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, when I first read that, I was like, these guys have to be the holes of Uh, all holes right now. So, you know, that takes, you know, my story to the next level because it's actually true and looks like it's accurate. Yeah. So, all right, that not only are they holes, but they are also, well, the girl, well, no, they both are villains to me, right? That's some villains? Well, speaking of villains, <laughs> there's some greatness coming out this weekend in I the know. Marvel Universe. And did you hear when the people have leaked out like five minutes of the movie? Those what? are your ultimate holes right there. Yes! I have no bigger pet peeve than if I have a movie I'm excited for. And then usually when I have a movie I want to see, I'll see it early, like opening weekend if I can. I don't know about this one because it sounds like people have been buying tickets beyond. Hold on really quick for our listeners. What movie are you talking about? Just in case people are not aware of what you're so excited for. 
Avengers Endgame. Okay, I just want to put it out there because I'm sure some people are like, wait, what are you talking about? I hope not because it's a pretty big thing right now. So, yeah, so you do have a big pet peeve though. There's, it drives me insane if I want to see a movie and someone sees it maybe the day before and they might give something away or they give me their opinion based on it because if someone says, that was the best movie I've ever seen, I go in there with such high hopes. Right. <laughs> and then sometimes it lets me down. And vice versa when they tell you. Or yeah, if they tell you it sucks or if they tell you a important plot point or something you just would have wished you would have seen firsthand for the first time. Right. And that not happen. It's just, it's a big pet peeve of mine. So if anyone of you are listening and you dare tell me anything <laughs> Do about it. it. I will not be a happy person. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but we're going to try to see if we can't get some tickets for one of the first nights. But I bet they're sold out by now. But. Oh, yeah. I think they will be. But yeah, they uh, the directors came out and did tell people, like, to please don't be spoiling this for people. Like, they put so much work into these movies. And a lot goes into it. A lot goes in for the actors and everybody. So when people leak out the movie it's so frustrating i mean i'm sure it's like they want to get their money into because of everything they do put into it but it's also i'm sure a passion of theirs that they get frustrated oh, you know it's their life work uh some of these guys it's all they've done for the last 10 years yeah and it's so inconsiderate for somebody to go and leak that stuff out like it's just not they're just asses i think in my book oh yeah they're holes they're holes for sure oh yeah so who is your favorite superhero i like iron man Definitely Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty cool. I think mine would have to be oh, Thor. Yeah, you would say that. He's always shirtless. <laughs> I know. I mean, really? <laughs> he has long hair. And your no, no, bald he, no, and no. He cut it. He cut it. Remember? Yeah, the majority of the movies is long. <laughs> I did always say I was going to marry somebody who had like great hair because i did go to cosmetology and cutting hair and coloring hair and all that and i loved barbering is probably my favorite part of all of it because girls are so much pickier than guys are and i mean come on with my looks guys usually would come to my chart anyway no i'm just kidding so i always said i was gonna marry somebody with hair and then i married somebody with no hair so really my barbering skills i don't really use them so yeah it is what it is <laughs> No, but Thor, I think he is. And I have to say also Black Panther is up there too for me. Iron Man, I mean, he is smart and everything, but I don't know. It's it's the machine that helps him get those punches in. It's not really his actual strength. I mean, that's one thing you can say, but being an avid fan, he is Iron Man. So we also have, going off of the Marvel Universe, um, going into the dc universe we do have two people that we always argue about and that bring our spouse whole sides out of us who is it do you remember if two people were battling batman and superman and superman who would win do they know they're fighting ahead of time or is it spur of the moment spur of the moment well superman would win okay fine the like if they were i mean i know they have the movie out now and batman won okay but for me it's always going to be Superman. No, it can't be. But it goes Superman. also with the gear. He has the gear. If he didn't have the gear, That's what, I said. what is he? <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the point of the the point that I'm trying to say is, if it comes down to preparation, Superman's a little bitch. All you have to do is have the green rock. No, and he's but done. in that movie, he also didn't have time to prepare. Did he? I'm Who, trying to think. Batman or Superman? Superman. Well, he didn't know he was coming for him. He didn't him. know he was going to fight, but Superman doesn't have to prepare because he's always that way. Yeah. But as soon as you bring out a little rock, he's done for. There's nothing you can do for Batman. If you bring out a rock, he just says, Haha, that's a rock. <laughs> that's fair. All right. But I love you still. Well, you know, I'm always right. It's fine. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just let's just put this to bed though. The Marvel Universe in the form of movies. I'm not going to argue comic books or anything like that. But in the form of movies is so far ahead of DC. Oh, for sure. They really are. They've... And even the like just with the movies recently, not even looking back at all the other ones, but just recently, they're just able to just expand so fast and everything just like draws you to them where i feel like dc's had a little bit of a stumble trying to get their foot on you know well they're having to do like recasts and stuff like that and i feel like marvel is about to take a hit though i think that whatever happens in this end game i think that the cast some of the people are getting restless and tired of being just one person for the past 10 years and so it'll be interesting to see what happens to this timeline moving forward. But but I'm so how excited. can you get so tired? I mean, you're making so much money off of these movies. But at some point, is it no longer about the movie and it's about your craft? Not going to lie. I am excited for Robert Downey Jr. to do Sherlock Holmes again. If you guys haven't seen his Sherlock Holmes movies, he has two, right? They are my favorite movies. I love them so much. Just the way that they've the camera angles and the fighting scenes. I'm I'm an action person. And so seeing that just it I'm just always in awe. And I've watched them like a hundred times, but I still oh, want to watch them again. So I'm so excited for him to do another one. Yeah, that's I'm really excited for that as well. Uh the thing that we've been doing here at the house is we've been watching all the other uh Marvel movies to get ready for Endgame to make sure we're not missing things and we've been watching the scenes after the credits to make sure we've hit all the points. The only thing we haven't done is we haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. Right. Um, We have a thing where right now we have two kids and we have to pay for our oldest to go to the movie theater. Which is so dumb. Most places it's like two and up they charge you but for the movies that we've gone to, they told us at one years old, they have to pay for their own seat. And she never sits in her own seat. Like when we've gone, she's always sit between us. Like she never sits in her own seat. And so to pay for a one-year-old, I just think it's a little yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, so what we've been doing lately is if there's a movie we really want to see, we just wait for it to come out and then we spend the exact same amount of money and own it. Right, and, and then, then she pop can watch some popcorn it. at home. Yeah, but for Endgame, I can't wait until it comes out. So, me and you might have to step out and go see it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, I am excited for that one to come out. It comes out this week. Yep, Thursday. All right, so all you people out there who are going to watch it, don't say anything, don't spoil it for anybody. Be a good person. Don't be a hole. Be a plug, people. <laughs> well, the big thing for me is. We've been watching all of them and I'm still catching things because I've seen some of them I've seen so many times it's not even funny like uh, Civil War and Infinity War. I've seen so many times 
but I watch them and I love them. But some of them I don't watch as much because I don't own them digitally. I just own the DVD or the Blu-ray. You are, <laughs> you're I'm, so funny. You're just like, no, I don't want to have to get up for the DVD. And I'm like, really? We have a huge box thing of DVDs. You'll just go in and put it in. No, I'll just watch Infinity War for the 50th time. <laughs> and I also alphabetize them. So it's not even hard oh, to get You're amazing. See. It's just click, click or a lot more. So I don't do it. <laughs> but... We've been watching all of them in the order that we found a few matching ones on the internet, one directly from Marvel that says the order you're supposed to watch them in. And if you watch like the end credits, it really works. Like it's been pretty cool to see the end credits and then you start another one right after and it kind of branches off from that end credit. And Yeah, it's crazy because when we are ta- you tell me like, what's the next one that you think is um, after this movie? And I'm like, oh, I think it's Thor and it's not. And you're like, oh, no, it's actually this one. And it's like, wait, how? And then you watch the end credits and then you're like, oh, it brings it in that way. Okay, now I understand. So it's like really important to watch those end credits. And it's awesome to watch them. It kind of sucks when you do expect them. And I think with Marvel, they always put them in. But it does suck with certain movies that you go and watch and you almost expect something extra at the end and you don't get it and you wait in the theater and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Or they put one in and it's just pointless it's stupid (laughs) but you stayed after to watch it and then like for me a lot of the times too i've drinking two large sodas or whatever oh and you have to pee so so bad i have to pee so bad but i'm like oh no it's gonna be it's gonna be life-changing post credit (laughs) i gotta see it and then it's just some duck drinking out of the martini glass and you're like what the hell (laughs) i almost peed myself for this it's true those stupid things they just make you want to just sit there and wait for the next one i remember when that first the last one that came out i feel like it just came out months ago but obviously it hasn't when we got done watching the movie i'm like okay so when does the next one come out like years from now like next year that's like forever (laughs) but yeah they they definitely knew what they were doing when they got into those i've been it brings me a lot of joy i enjoy watching them (laughs) and Zaylee loves them too. She's recently been afraid of Hulk. She originally was never afraid of Hulk, but watching them today... Freaked her out a little bit. Freaked her out a few times, and then she like buried her head in my armpit, and I'm like, <laughs> take a big whiff of that. That's definitely scary. She's, like, she's like, I'd rather smell this and watch that. No, she does love... Um, Iron Man, I think, is her favorite right now. She does like to... Put her hand, put her out, hand out when go, you say Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> so she loves Iron Man right now. I think that's her favorite. But she has a lot of superhero things. And we don't like to limit her saying, you know, superheroes are manly or she can only play with the girl superheroes. I just think superheroes are superheroes for everyone. Yeah. So speaking of superheroes, should get into some plugs? Absolutely. My plug this week is actually a superhero herself. Ooh. Yeah, you ready for this? Definitely ready. She goes by Granny Hulk. <laughs> this is a woman who at age 60 started lifting weights. Because Good for her. it was to battle like osteoporosis or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now nine years later at the age of 69, she broke the record for her age division in deadlifts by deadlifting 305 pounds. Wow. So. Go her. I mean. I that's, feel like her whole family has like no excuse. <laughs> well, that's the biggest thing she said. It was just like a lifestyle change for her. And she's like, it's something you couldn't have accomplished sitting on the couch. And that's the biggest thing I think that people need to realize. And that was one thing that Captain America or Everett Herbert said to us was 
It is a life-changing experience. It's something for you. You personally have to decide that you want to change your life and you're doing it for you, not to impress somebody else, not to show somebody else that you're better than them. It's for you and it's to change your complete life. And so people like her who are old and age doesn't matter to them and they want to change their life, like they are definitely superheroes. Like anybody else would be sitting on the couch eating their chips and she's over there <laughs> lifting. I don't think I could deadlift 305 pounds. I mean, you might be eventually, but as of right now, I wouldn't be able to either. <laughs> but I think it was just more speaking of being impressed because she only weighs 123 pounds. Oh, wow. And she's lifting 305 pounds at the yeah. age of 69. She accomplished that in only nine years. That's awesome. That's so really cool. I wonder how that osteoporosis is doing now. Yeah, she probably kicked its butt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear mine? Absolutely. Okay. So mine is actually two kids and they are both superheroes. Uh, Seth, who's 14, and Claire, who is 18. So Seth actually, well, him and his sister, their brother and sister, they both took CPR in high school. It was a class that they had to take in high school. And he took the class. He actually broke his collarbone. And so he couldn't fully participate, but he was still paying attention. A few weeks later, his dad's sitting on the couch or eating or whatever. He's actually making lunch for them. And they're at home because it was a snow day. He's not feeling well. He sits on the couch and it starts getting worse. And so Seth is like, Dad, what's going on? And starts yelling his name. Well, his dad seems like he's having a heart attack or he's just not good. He's like not breathing. So the sister starts CPR on him. And she does it for four minutes. He calls 911. She's doing it for four minutes. And she gets exhausted. So Seth has to jump in. Broken collarbone. Gets in and starts doing heavy CPR on his dad for the next two minutes until 911, until they all get there. He's in the hospital for like a week or so. He's great now. He's doing good. But his kids are definitely, in my eyes, the plugs. They saved his life. If they didn't know what to do and if they didn't take those courses or even try to attempt to do the CPR, his their dad would have been dead. And so they saved their dad's life. I think that that's awesome for them to know what to do. It's really important to do to know, to learn the CPR and all that. Like I think I would be like so freaked out of what to do, but I guess at that moment your adrenaline kicks in and you just have to do what you can. Dad, you've had a good run. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's so bad. Um if you're listening to this, dad, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, but they are superheroes, I think, in their so own way, you know. Basically, I need to get the girls in CPR as early <laughs> as possible. Can you imagine? Zaley, almost two, and Erica, one, pounding on your chest, trying to... Jumping off the couch onto <laughs> my chest. That's horrible. No, but kudos to them, you know, saving their dad's life. They do. They did have another person that they knew, a family member, a family member's father or something, who the same thing happened to him and their daughters didn't know what to do in that situation and they lost him and he oh, died. Wow. So for them, they've actually gotten closer, obviously, because the experience of the life and death situation. Um, but knowing also somebody who went through it and didn't make it, you know, I think opened their eyes. So I just thought it was a cool story. No, it's a really cool story. So kudos to you guys. So yeah, was- if anyone out there listening wants to suggest a topic for us to talk about either as a plug or a hole or even just to talk like today we talked about the marvel 
movies. And I do want to put out there, Eric and I are going to start a segment, um, not now, but just later down the road, about people who have um, worked or are working their dream jobs. If you guys are somebody who or know somebody who is working that dream job, working towards getting that dream job or in the field, almost there or whatever, and you want to share your experience with us, let us know. You guys can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or our lovely website at <laughs> spouseholes.com. Yeah. There's a link that you can talk to us. So let's hear from you. Definitely. All right. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing this movie and talking about it on the next podcast. Yeah. Don't be asses and don't ruin it. Don't be little holes out there. Just be plugs. Absolutely. Plug it up. Goodbye.